Thanks for checking out podcasts on the gym. The latest episode of the Todd Bromelkamp Show with Alex Kuhn starts now. Definitely our pace and like getting our ball out of the out of the, the net quickly and like pushing it down the floor. You know, Chris has been doing it. Chris took my job with how I was doing it last year, taking the ball out of the net. Uh, and you know, he's been doing uh, a really good job. You know, just out, but deep outlets. And then we've been—I feel like we've been running a lot better. So that's the emphasis we kind of put on a few weeks ago, and that's what we were doing. And I think that just gives us the mindset of to be more aggressive. Maybe we don't have something in a fast break or a semi-fast break, but it just sets our mindset to being, you know, to attack mode. Philip Rabracha and the Hawkeyes going to have their hands full tonight at Carver Hawkeye Arena as the Michigan Wolverines get ready to tangle with the Hawks just about two hours from now. Welcome in a Thursday Todd Bromelkamp show here on KGYM. Happy to have you with us as we come your way from the Circus Sports Iowa studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. My good friend Dave Sharapan going to check in from Las Vegas tonight at 5 o'clock, a little after 5 o'clock. We usually chat with Dave around 10 after. Dave, one of the co-hosts of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour, which you can hear right here on KGYM every Friday night from 6 until 7. Lots of super wild card weekend games to discuss with Dave and just a little bit of a surprise for someone who I know listens to the program because found out something about Dave today, listening to his podcast with Matt Peralt. 319-366-1600 again is the talk and text line. I've got Isaac still learning the ropes, doing very capably, tiptoeing around me for whatever reason. Is there a scouting report? I, I want to know, is there a scouting report on me? around the office because new employees walk around me like they're on eggshells. I'm a I'm a big teddy bear. You got nothing to worry about with me. I think Isaac's just worried about making sure that he's doing a good job. You're doing a fine job, Isaac. Fine job. Lots to get to tonight, but the big we're going to talk Iowa Michigan. But the big news today, something that has been broached on the program when it was just a rumor. But it came to fruition today, and that is the fact that Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, is going to be Kevin Warren, the outgoing commissioner of the Big Ten. Kevin Warren, as had been speculated, the new president and CEO of the Chicago Bears organization. Monumental day, in my opinion, for the Bears organization and Bears fans. He becomes just the fifth person to hold that title and if you really want to get down to the brass tacks it's the first person outside the family to be running the show in Chicago and what I mean by that is that the Hallis family and Virginia McCaskey the daughter of George Hallis they've had a pretty tight-knit group of people from inside the organization Ted Phillips who is the outgoing president and CEO, was at the organization, I believe, for 40 years and came within the organization. This is an outside-the-box hire in, in certain respects. In other, other respects, it checks a lot of very good boxes for the Bears. 
it's an interesting story from two aspects here in Eastern Iowa. A, you do have the Bears angle, but B, you have the Big Ten part of the equation here. Kevin Warren, as we've discussed on the program in the past, going to be remembered for a couple things during his brief tenure as commissioner of the Big Ten. His first day on the job, I believe, was January 2nd, 2020. So he lasts what, three years, basically, as commissioner of the Big Ten. But in those three years, he had to tackle COVID and what to do with with that, and he also had to navigate for the first time post-Jim Delaney the Big Ten's television rights package. And you can discuss whether or not he handled COVID successfully, and we did, and we did have people who were on both sides of that discussion. Some people thought he handled it okay. Other people felt he did not. But when it comes to the TV rights deal, that's the bread and butter, and that's what Kevin Warren is ultimately going to be remembered for, setting the Big Ten up to succeed in this new world of keeping up with the Joneses. Got to have the money in college athletics today, and Kevin Warren made sure in that deal with Fox, NBC, CBS, whatever streaming services are along for the ride, basically not ESPN, the TV deal that will deliver billions of dollars to the Big Ten as he is setting up shop in Arlington Heights, most likely, which is another part of the reason here that the Kevin Warren hire makes a lot of sense for the Bears because prior to coming to the college ranks, and I'm not quite sure that he ever really felt accepted or comfortable on the college side of things because he did have two decades of experience in the NFL prior to taking over as commissioner of the Big Ten. What he's most known for during his tenure with the Minnesota Vikings, which was his last stop prior to Park Ridge, was leading the charge to get U.S. Bank Stadium built in Minneapolis, getting the Vikings into U.S. Bank Stadium. Well, what are the Bears looking to do right now? The Bears are looking to relocate to Arlington Heights and get a new stadium built. Who better to bring on board than the guy who did that for one of your division rivals? I mean, he knows what it, he knows what it takes to get a deal like that done. The Bears already have the land. City of Chicago is coming in very late trying to make a proposal to renovate Soldier Field again. I don't know how many times you can renovate a place before it just makes sense to completely move on and, and go someplace else. And I think that's what the Bears have basically said to Chicago is, hey, take a hike. I know the renderings have a new transportation center involved in everything, but you cannot solve the major problem at Soldier Field. And the major problem right now at Soldier Field is getting there, getting out of there. Where do you put the traffic, the cars once they get there? Won't have that problem at Arlington Heights. Trust me, I know that area very well. It's a very nice property that the Bears are looking to set up shop on. 319-366-1600.
Now, the question is not, is this a good move for the Bears? Because I think it is. I think it's great because if you are a Bears fan, I think the thing holding the Bears back has largely been the fact that you have the family. I hate to talk about them in in mafia-like terms, but you have the McCaskey family. George McCaskey, the son of Virginia. I don't think his heart is in dealing with the Bears organization. Remember, this is a family who, unlike a lot of owners in the NFL, they don't have something that they made their fortune off of that they can still fall back on. The McCaskies have the Bears, and that's it. It was handed down from George Hallis. So there's not this independent fortune that they can dip into. This is the family business, Virginia McCaskey. I I think until she passes away, you're not going to see wholesale changes in the way that the Bears organization has been run and has been doing business for a really long time. And I hate to say that because nobody wants to see her shuffle off. But I think you have her son, who has absolutely no stomach for the business at hand of running an NFL franchise, but yet he did it for a while to not a whole lot of success. And you have people like Ted Phillips who were extremely loyal, who did the best job that they could. And now you get Kevin Warren in coming in, the outside voice. Ryan Poles is still running the show from a personnel standpoint. But Kevin Warren is the CEO and president. He's the businessman. And if there's one thing that I think the McCaskey family lost sight of in the last couple decades, it's what a big business owning an NFL franchise is. Kevin Warren, this hire looks to be fantastic from the Bears standpoint, and it leads to a large question that needs to be answered and needs to be answered somewhat soon. Who takes over for Kevin Warren in Park Ridge? 319-366-1600. My money would be on Jim Phillips, who is currently the commissioner of the ACC. Jim Phillips is a guy that a lot of people thought would be the successor to Jim Delaney. And Jim Phillips was at Northwestern. Northwestern, it's extremely close to Park Ridge in in terms of location. It just seemed like a natural. And ultimately, maybe Jim Phillips, he didn't want to fall into that role of the guy who follows the legend. So he went off took the job with the ACC. Maybe he's interested in taking the Big Ten on. Maybe he's not. Maybe he likes the ACC. Personally, if I were him, in looking at the landscape, I would I would head back to the Big Ten in a heartbeat because right now you got two conferences that are, I won't say head and shoulders, but they're head, and maybe you can start to at least see the outline of the shoulders above all of the other conferences in this era in which we live. And that's the SEC and the Big Ten. I want to be with the conferences that have the power, that have the money. Outside of Jim Phillips, I I don't know. I don't know who makes sense. Uh, But the Big Ten, whoever takes over, he or she will be walking into a situation that is in tremendous shape. And I asked earlier today on Twitter, if you follow me at Todd Bromwell Camp, 
You can always reach out to me. I'm always on Twitter. I'm very accessible, not just within the hours of 4 and 6 here on the air. What's the biggest challenge facing the person that replaces Kevin Warren? 319-366-1600. I got some varying answers from different people. A lot of people said football divisional scheduling, what do you do when UCLA and USC join the fold in 2024? I don't think divisional scheduling is going to be a problem for whoever takes over for Kevin Warren because I don't think there will be divisions. I think the Big Ten very much wants to go to the model that's been discussed. You have a one, you have a two. They go to Indianapolis, they play the championship game. We'll see. Maybe... Maybe they bring about pods. You almost have to. And that was the idea of, is there further expansion? Is the Big Ten still working behind the scenes to come up with a couple more schools to pair with UCLA and USC? Otherwise, I mean, you can go to four-team pods, I suppose, or whatever it would be, but put Iowa and Nebraska in the in the farthest west pod along with UCLA and USC. Mm, that's a little bit of a tough sell. The geography, the travel, the scheduling, those are things that whoever replaces Kevin Warren's going to have to figure out how to navigate. I'm not sure that it's the biggest issue facing the conference though. A couple other people on Twitter reached out and said officiating especially in men's basketball. You may want to add women's basketball to the list, too, because last night Iowa drubbed Northwestern, and Caitlin Clark picked up a technical for saying something to her, basically to herself. She was upset at herself for missing a free throw, and so she made an exclamation. She got a technical for it. I don't think that that's the biggest issue from an officiating standpoint facing the Big Ten right now. But you have some people today tweeting me and saying they've got to get the officiating straightened out. And tongue-in-cheek, facetiously, somebody did say the number one thing facing the Big Ten commissioner, whoever it may be, is answering Mike Woodson's complaints about Fran McCaffrey. 319-366-1600. You know, I don't necessarily revel in the schadenfreude of seeing Mike Woodson miserable and struggling, but you're paying attention to Big Ten basketball last night. You saw Indiana lost again, and in a way that just, I I don't want to say it seems unfathomable, but they played Penn State last night. They lost 85-66. to What does Penn State do? If you've watched Penn State at all, Penn State likes to shoot the three. They're a, they're a perimeter shooting team. What did Indiana do last night? Indiana allowed Penn State to make 18 three-point shots. 18 made threes last night in an 85-66 loss. You had that comment by Connor McCaffrey after last week's Iowa-Indiana game in which Connor McCaffrey said Indiana looks like a team that didn't know how to play zone, like they'd never played zone defense before. 
who's preparing Indiana for these games? Because, man, one thing you don't want a, a Micah Shrewsbury team to do is get hot from beyond the arc, and that's exactly what happened last night. The other game in the Big Ten last night turned out to be a pretty entertaining game. Rutgers hanging on for a 65-62 win over Northwestern at Welsh Ryan Arena in Evanston. Cam Spencer transfer into the Rutgers program this year now has two game-winning shots on his resume for Steve Peichel and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. 65-62, Northwestern was up at one point in that game, late in that game, went on a nice run, and Rutgers was able to to come back. I've never seen as many technical fouls called in a game for flopping as I saw last night. Rutgers got hit for two. I believe Paul Mulcahy, my one of my favorite players currently in the Big Ten, the Bayonne pleader, and he was pleading his case last night to the officials about the he got two technical fouls called on him for flopping and Northwestern was also whistled for flopping I don't know maybe it's residual carryover from having watched the World Cup but the technical foul rule that's being enforced this you flop technical foul one shot I don't know whether it's going to completely remove flopping from the game but we'll see 319-366-1600. Again, welcome to reach out to me on the talk and text line. Dave Sherapan set to join me coming up a little bit after 5 o'clock tonight from Las Vegas. Dave, a Penn State guy, probably pretty happy about that victory last night by the Nittany Lions. Iowa State got some football news from Ames today. It's certainly a big day if you're an Iowa State football fan because... Cyclones got something that they have been longing for for a very long time today. Iowa State and Matt Campbell now have a special teams coordinator. Special teams coordinator and running backs coach, to be exact. Jordan Langs is uh, officially on the payroll. He started the football program at Indiana Wesley, and that's where he comes from. He's been the head coach there for the last six years. Iowa State fans, this is Iowa State's version of what Iowa went through trying to get a quarterback's coach. They wanted a quarterback's coach. Got to get a coach specifically for this position, this area of concern. And they got that quarterback's coach in Iowa City. Turned out to be Ken O'Keefe. And then when Ken O'Keefe retired, it's Brian Ferentz. Special teams coordinator, is it going to make a difference in Ames? I hope so. Because, again, that's been sort of the big bugaboo for Iowa State. The other news, Iowa State also bringing on, and this is official today, but news was out there earlier in the week. Hank Poteet is the new cornerbacks coach in Ames. He was at Wisconsin for a couple years. Pitt grad played 10 years in the National Football League. It's a great addition to Matt Campbell's coaching staff there. But most of the focus from the fan base in Ames and around the state today is on the fact that Iowa State now has that special teams coordinator. And you look at when Iowa State's been really good, they've had good special teams. And when they've been disappointing or haven't lived up to the expectations preseason, a lot of times special teams has 
played into that. 319-366-1600. Again, the talk and text line. We'll take a peek at the text line coming up in just a little bit. Uh, speaking of Wisconsin, though, I Luke Fickle is turning the Big Ten West upside down in his first year on the job via the transfer portal because Wisconsin picked up another transfer commit today. C.J. Williams, wide receiver, former four-star wide receiver coming out of high school, just couldn't wait to get to the Big Ten. So he transfers from USC, Big Ten-bound USC, to Wisconsin. The Badgers right now have 12 players on their roster who are commitments via transfer. 12 players that they've gone into and brought in, and not just any players. I mean, again, you look at C.J. Williams, four-star wide receiver, and you add into the fact that Wisconsin has their top three receivers from a year ago coming back to Madison next fall, and that offense, you have a feeling, is going to look drastically different than what we've seen from Wisconsin offenses in the past. Phil Longo, the new offensive coordinator coming from North Carolina, and that Wisconsin's got those three quarterbacks now and all these wide receivers. They're going to be throwing the ball around a little bit more than we're used to seeing under the Barry Alvarez, Brett Bielema, Paul Christ era. Forget about John Anderson. 319-366-1600-424 as we get ready to Get you up to date with what's going on. We've got a big board update cut up in just a little bit. Weather as well. A couple commercials. And come back. We'll take a look at that game tonight at Carver-Hawkeye Arena between the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines. These two teams get together. And they sometimes are worth the price of admission. Otherwise, other times, not so much. But at least the last couple times, uh, including last year at Carver-Hawkeye Arena, uh, you got basketball and then a, a little something, a little free basketball the last time that these two teams met. More of the Todd Brownell Camp Show with Alex Kuhn. I'm sorry. That's a muscle memory thing. I knew I was going to do that. i got to put a dollar in the swear jar or just put it in an envelope and mail it to Alex. He's going to be rich. He's going to be wondering where all this money is coming from. It's me being being forgetful. It's the Todd Brownell Camp Show on KGYM. Take a quick break. We'll come back and get you... Everything you need to know, and then some, about the Iowa-Michigan game tonight at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Again, tip-off set for about 90 minutes from now. Back after this. It's time for a big board update. I'm Spencer Wagan on KGYM. We start with Iowa women's basketball, where Caitlin Clark just missed a triple-double as the Hawkeyes rolled past Northwestern 93-64 at Carver-Hawkeye Arena last night. Clark tallied 20 points, dished out 14 assists, and grabbed nine rebounds in the win. Monica Sinano had 18 points, while Cedar Rapids native and freshman Hannah Stolke scored a career-high 17 points in the win. Hawkeyes stay at home. They'll host Penn State Saturday morning at 11.30. Over in Ames, four players scored 14 points as Iowa State took down Kansas State in women's hoops last night, 67-56. Emily Ryan notched her third double-double of the season with 14 points and 11 rebounds, while Iowa City native Ashley Jones added 14 points and nine rebounds. The Iowa 
State women head to Texas for action Sunday afternoon. And the UNI women got the go-ahead basket from Maya McDermott in the final seconds to beat Drake on the road last night 70-69. Tonight on the calendar, the Iowa men are in action as they host the Michigan Wolverines at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Game time is 6 o'clock. It can be seen on ESPN2. On our airwaves tonight, we've got NBA action as the Dallas Mavericks visit the LA Lakers. Coverage from ESPN Radio starts at 8.30. And that's a big board update. I'm Spencer Wagan on the gym. Eastern Iowa weather on the gym. From the CBS to Iowa's News Now with the first forecast. Center and meteorologist Nick Stewart. Cloudy skies throughout the night tonight. Temperatures dropping to near 20 degrees. Northwest winds upwards of 25 miles per hour. We'll keep those wind chills in the single digits. We are Friday. Mainly cloudy early in the day, but we should break into some sunshine by late afternoon. Temperature back near 30 degrees. Friday night mainly clear. Temperatures dropping down into the mid-teens. We are Saturday under a mainly sunny sky. Back in the upper 30s. Sunday mainly cloudy. Mid-40s for highs. And that was a check of your Iowa's News Now with the first forecast football fans call your own plays during the nfl playoffs with fanduel america's number one sportsbook because when you bet the nfl same game parlays from now through january 16th all customers can get up to 100 dollars in free bets win or lose all you have to do is place a total of 20 dollars or more on nfl same game parlays or same game parlay plus bets during the wild card round the more you bet the more you'll get back in free bets in the vikings giants game if you like daniel jones going over the rushing yards total justin jefferson going over the receiving yards total and saquon barkley as an anytime touchdown score that's an intriguing same game parlay build your own or choose from one of the popular same game parlays pre-built for you in fanduel's top rated sportsbook app new to fanduel sportsbook you can also get 100 in free bets win or lose when signing up with promo code coon that's promo code k-u-h-n 21 plus and present in iowa bonus issued is not withdrawable free bets expire seven days after receipt max free bet 100 restrictions apply see terms sportsbook.fandle.com gambling problem call 1-800-BETS-OFF enjoy the benefits of soft water with Menard's great selection of Morton water softeners Morton's demand control Wi-Fi water softener is a smarter way to manage your water integrated Wi-Fi capabilities allow you to monitor your salt levels and water usage from your smartphone putting you in control while at home or away plus Morton's look ahead technology learns and predicts your water needs saving you money save big money on Morton water softeners at Menard Save big money at Menards. For people trying to recover from opioid use disorder, it's hard to know where to begin. At iowaopioidhelp.com, you'll find resources near you for proven treatment and a road back to your old self. Because opioid addiction is not a character flaw, it's an illness. If you or a loved one is struggling with opioid use disorder, visit iowaopioidhelp.com today. Start here, start healing. Sponsored by the Iowa Attorney General's Office and the Iowa Broadcasters Association in cooperation with this station. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. I said Hawkeyes and Wolverines get ready to tip off in about 90 minutes. Carver Hawkeye Arena tonight as these two teams have had some good games the last couple times that they've got together. I 
if I recall correctly, they split the season series a year ago. The Hawkeyes are coming away with a victory, uh, 82-71 Iowa win in Ann Arbor last year. Michigan won 84-79 last year in the middle of February in Iowa City. That 82-71 win the Hawkeyes had in Ann Arbor, there's some offense missing from that game. We'll take a look at the matchup a little bit more here as the 4 o'clock hour rolls on. Todd Brawlkamp show here, KGYM 1600 AM, 1023, 106.3 FM, and available online as well, KGYMRadio.com. Michigan comes in tonight 9-6 and six overall, 3-1 and one in the Big Ten. And Juwan Howard's fourth season in Ann Arbor. He's got a son on the team as well, so there's... Howards and McCaffreys going up against one another tonight. Connor McCaffrey will play. Iowa announcing uh, that he will play. Face was the designation on the injury for Connor McCaffrey. Still no Patrick McCaffrey for the Hawkeyes, though, as he continues to take some time away from the program. And again, I'll be for everybody here at KGYM. We wish Patrick all the best as he deals with his anxiety and Hope to see him when he's ready back on the floor for the Hawkeyes. I missed uh, mentioned that some of the offense was missing from the last time that Iowa played Michigan. That 82-71 win in Ann Arbor last year featured uh, a great performance from both Keegan and Chris Murray. Now, Keegan is gone to the NBA. He had 23 in that victory. Chris had 19. But another key aspect of that victory in Ann Arbor last year, Jordan Bohannon knocked down five three-pointers to help the Hawkeyes win by 11 points. I don't know what's going to happen. The number on tonight's game, there were some sports books that had six earlier. I think everybody's pretty much settled at five and a half consensus on this one. Taking a look at Circus Sports right now, Iowa, five and a half point favorite. Minus 235 on the money line. Total of 156 and a half points. Both of these teams can score. That's uh, that's a problem for both defenses uh, in tonight's game. The Hawkeyes second in the Big Ten in scoring offense, coming into play with about 81.4 points per game, averaging out. This is a big win for Iowa if Iowa does indeed win. Michigan is 50th, I believe I saw, in the Ken Palm rankings right now. Hawkeyes have four quad one wins on their resume. And this is the only time that Iowa and Michigan will meet this season, at least during the regular season. You never know. It could wind up having a meeting in the Big Ten tournament. 319-366-1600. Last time that Michigan was on the floor was Saturday when it was losing 59-53 to Michigan State. I throw those games out because those are rivalry games. You put together rivals, you don't know quite what to expect. If you're looking for numbers, trends, anything to sort of help you figure out what's going to happen tonight, Michigan is only 1-1 one one in true road games this year away from Chrysler Arena. Now, Say all that about the Wolverines. They do still have Hunter Dickinson. 
the junior, the seven foot one junior, averaging eighteen point seven points per game. He's going to be a handful tonight for uh, presumably Philip Rubracha and the Hawkeyes. I don't know who else. Maybe you, maybe you see a little Riley Mulvey in there tonight for the Hawkeyes if they need to spell. This is as long as as Patrick McCaffrey is out, as long as uh, Joshua Gundale is still coming back from his knee or ankle injury, whatever it is. I know they said knee. Sure looked like it was an ankle that he was hobbling around on uh, the last time that I saw him. They're going to be relatively shorthanded. Now, I know Fran McCaffrey, so he's got to get Josh Dick some more minutes. I think DeSante Bowen maybe gets some more. It'd be interesting to see what happens as far as the the flow of the game tonight and whether or not Fran McCaffrey can can mix and match some of those bench players in uh, here's Fran McCaffrey on uh, his media availability earlier this week in Iowa City uh, giving a, a little bit of a thousand foot view of tonight's opponent they have a really good team they've got some depth I mean there's a lot of different pieces that are fitting you know Jet Howard is 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 one of the premier players in our league I think we've seen that I think Bufkin is a guy that he was pretty good last year. But now I think he's really taken a big step. You know, you got uh, maybe a different point guard than they thought they were going to have at the start of the year, but he he doesn't play like a freshman. A very aggressive mindset. You know, Williams is good. I mean, they got guys coming off the bench. You know, Terrace Reed is really good. And you get a guy like Joey Baker, transfer from Duke. That's a piece that that's really helpful with a team that. You know, has some new guys that they're trying to fit. Now, they lost some guys last year that were integral parts of that team. But like you said, you know, it all starts with Dickinson. I mean, he's one of the best players in the game right now. And Ed in Iowa City on the text line hits the nail on the head. Dickinson is a problem. So how do the Hawkeyes handle him tonight? Uh, here's Philip Rebracha again talking about going up against the 7-1 junior. He's a really good player and you can't give him any angles and what's really hard is he's got to find those angles. So yeah. like you got to you just got to limit it. You got to always play a tough physical. You know, he's an amazing player with amazing touch, you know, at, at that size. So that's what I learned and as Chris would say, you know, this is our this is we we have a, we have a joke Chris and I were talking about like the gauntlet of bigs and so this is like the last guy in the gauntlet of uh, Trey Sumrui and, and Hunter. <laughs> until you get to Edie. Yeah, until then. <laughs> <laughs> but this three-game stretch is where it's really hard right now. Zach Edie, the final boss of Big Ten bigs this season. 319-366-1600-0905 on the text line. says, look for a lot of zone tonight to protect Rebracha. In addition, a bonus is Michigan shot horrible from outside in its last game. That was against Michigan State. Again, I don't like to read too much into rivalry games. I also don't like to read too much into those types of stats because we've seen over the course of my lifetime, over the course of your lifetime, how many times have you seen a team, quote-unquote, shoot poorly that – goes up against Iowa either on its home floor or comes into Carver-Hawkeye Arena and doesn't shoot poorly. <laughs> it's just, I, I'm sure it's through the narrow lens of it's the program closest to us and you follow and 
You're not aware of whatever. Maybe it goes on elsewhere, but it seems like that happens to Iowa more often than not. Somebody, some team just gets unconscious and starts shooting the lights out. That being said, I think it, is it as simple as coming down to Philip Robracha and Hunter Dickinson and letting the big guys dictate who's going to win this game tonight? Fran McCaffrey, as we mentioned, meeting with the media in Iowa City yesterday ahead of this game tonight, had a lot to say about Philip Robracha. Remember when Robracha committed, came in via transfer from North Dakota, there was a lot of skepticism, healthy skepticism, and and on from me as well, not just the fans, but I think there was some of the media that were asking, can this guy come in from that level, Summit League, and can he become a Big Ten player, not just a Big Ten player, but can he contribute? And I think at la- last year at times, the jury was out. I think some people would look and say, well, man, he was kind of a swing and a miss or kind of a role player. I think the story for Iowa this year has been the ascendance of Philip Robracha as, as a scorer, as a key piece of this Iowa team that Fran McCaffrey hopes will make the NCAA tournament. We mentioned the Joe Lenardi bracketology earlier this week. Iowa was among the first four out. Uh, now Iowa's among the first four in. You have to think that that Eastern Illinois loss is still sort of hanging around the team's neck like an albatross, although you keep picking up these conference wins and you turn the page of the calendar to February to March. It's going to be further and further back in the recesses of people's minds, although when it does come for tournament selection time, if Iowa is in the mix, that name is going to be on the screen. There's no way that you can white it out. It's going to say, the the resume always says, quality wins, bad losses. And Eastern Illinois is going to be at the very top of that bad loss list for the Hawkeyes. But as time goes on, I don't want to say it completely wipes it away because it doesn't. That is going to be an ugly stain on this team's performance and its resume all season long but you win enough big 10 games and the Hawkeyes have strung a couple together they've got two more home games here this is a very intriguing stretch of basketball for them can they go three and oh I think is the question here to really sort of regain some ground lost at the start of the big 10 season it starts tonight 319-366 1600. I said we were going to hear Fran McCaffrey talking about Philip Robracha. Uh, this is a, a little bit of a longer clip from his media availability yesterday, but Fran talking about the reaction of Robracha's teammates. Well, the only way you earn respect is by how hard you play. Now, at some level, you have to be somewhat productive, but you, know, you can be a little less productive if you're if you're a worker and you're a character guy every minute of every day, which he is. But uh, he also, I think, has a, has a real good sense you know, when he's communicating at the five spot that he's communicating accurate information. We talk about that all the time. You know, don't be out there running your mouth if, if you're not 100% sure what you're saying and, and, and the information you're giving to your teammates is, is what we want. You know, so he, he was good last year, but he was probably quieter 
And as he's trying to figure out where he's supposed to go, if you're going to tell everybody else where to go, you better know where you're supposed to go. Right? It's real simple. And, and you know, I've said this a million times, but Adam Woodbury was the, Woodbury was the best ever at that. None better. Maybe in the history of basketball. At seeing action before and anticipating what they were doing and knowing the game plan inside and out and effectively communicating to his teammates and the effect that that had on our ability to win. And, you know, Phillips is, is like that right now. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that you did not have an Adam Woodbury reference coming up on your bingo card today as Iowa gets ready to host Michigan. He's absolutely right, though. As much as Adam Woodbury was pilloried at times, even among his own fan base, there were some things that he was very, very good at on the basketball court. The ascendance of Philip Rabracha, I think, is a story that not a whole lot of people were writing at the beginning of the season. Uh, if you listened, uh, there were a couple people in the media that were saying they were hearing things that, hey, teammates are talking about Rabracha and how far he's come and, and he's going to be a force. And I, I, I heard that and immediately, okay, yeah, this is just off season. We get this talk from everybody, right? Everybody's getting better in the off season. It's kind of like when you hear spring training rolls around, this player's in the best shape of his life and everybody's in the best shape of their life when it comes to the start of the, the training camp or spring training. Well, no, it turns out to be actually true when it comes to, uh, to terms with Philip Rabracha. Iowa, as we mentioned, is riding a little bit of a trying to put together a win streak here uh, with these three home games in a row. It starts with Michigan and then Maryland coming to town on Sunday afternoon at 3.30 tip-off for that game. I believe 3 or 3.30 uh, this weekend. Wolverines 3-1 and one in the Big Ten within striking distance, theoretically, of Purdue and Michigan State right now. If the season were to end today, uh, Michigan is alone in third place. Rutgers 4-2 and two in the Big Ten after that, law, uh, after that victory last night over Northwestern. Wildcats 3-2 three and two along with Wisconsin. You got Penn State at 3-3. Three and three. I mentioned they're thumping of Indiana last night. Ohio State 2-2 two and two in Big Ten play. Illinois along with Iowa and Maryland 2-3. and three. Nebraska 2-4. and four. Indiana 1-4 and four after falling in Happy Valley. And Minnesota I felt very confident about this coming into the season. I said there are a number of teams that could compete with Purdue at the top of the Big Ten. I felt very confident in declaring Minnesota the doormat of the Big Ten, the bottom-feeding team of the Big Ten, and I've seen nothing in watching Minnesota this season in some of their games to indicate otherwise. And I don't have their schedule in front of me. We could play the hypothetical when does Minnesota get its first Big Ten win, but the way that they're playing right now, and they they played Nebraska in the barn last weekend, couldn't beat Nebraska at home. So it'll be a rough year for Ben Johnson and the Gophers. 319-366-1600. Um, Iowa women's basketball mentioned last night also a winner, 93-64 over Northwestern. Mentioned the Caitlin Clark 
technical foul for saying something that uh, other media members have pointed out probably wouldn't even drawn a reaction in a men's game, but she gets teed up for it. Ray Gunn already has the T-shirts out. If you if you are a fan of, they work fast. It's the one thing about screen printed T-shirts. It doesn't take too much to get them rolling and get them hanging on the racks. 319-366-1600. Do have a little bit of news today in regard to the Iowa Collective. The Swarm Collective, which is the unofficial, you got to call it the unofficial collective for the Hawkeyes because, well, the university can't work directly with them. Elite Casino Resorts, our friends in Riverside, announcing today that they are pledging half a million dollars to the Swarm Collective. It's part of Elite's Giving Back program. Makes charitable contributions to local nonprofits, fire departments, and law enforcement agencies. Collectives fall under local nonprofits. That is, I was talking about this with Spencer back in the office. I, I can't imagine hopping into a time machine, going back in time a decade ago, and having somebody pop out of the DeLorean and explain to me, hey, first off, sports betting is going to be legal in the United No way. No way, no how. Didn't ever, think of it, didn't ever think that I would live to see that day. And now states are coming on board uh, quicker than you can even keep track of. I think Ohio was the most recent to legalize sports betting, hence the Bernie Kosar story we discussed earlier in the week. So, trying to explain to me a decade ago that, A, sports betting's legal. You don't have to go through a, a bookie or know a guy anymore. But, B, that you would also have casinos giving money to basically bring in or keep college players. I Ten-year-old, ten-year-ago me would be very incredulous. Like, no, there's no way that that's legal. There's no way that the NCAA will allow that. Well, there you go. You talk about momentum as far as the Iowa Swarm Collective and trying to keep up with the Joneses. And Michigan, something I touched on earlier in the week, didn't get a, uh, go into great detail on this, but Michigan's collective has an entire wing devoted solely to keeping players like Blake Corum on the roster. Blake Corum, the outstanding running back for the Wolverines, who announced that he's coming back next year. He was recovering from an injury. Don't know his timetable for a return yet, but he's likely going to be sidelined for a very long time. They've Their collective has enough money where they can earmark it. Where, okay, this is over here for guys that are coming back, and this is for guys who are in the portal. I was still figuring this thing out as it goes along. But you look at Cade McNamara, Eric All Jr., some of the other players that have uh, Flipper Anderson's kid uh, committing a while back from uh, South Carolina. Half a million dollars go a long way in the state of Iowa. So good news there uh, from Elite 
Casino Resorts, uh, part of their giving back program. Uh, half a million dollars to the Iowa Swarm Collective. And that's got to make Fran McCaffrey, Lisa Bluter, and Kirk Ferentz very happy. As we get ready to go to break, Sarah Lisa Bluter after last night's 93-64 win over Northwestern, talking about the development of a Cedar Rapids product, Hannah Stolke, this season with the Hawkeyes. More of the Todd Rollicamp Show on the way after this. Everybody can see what an amazing athlete she is and a, just a terrific basketball player and, and human being. But, um, you know, as the start, start of this year, we really had her pegged at the power forward position. Uh, and then we started exploring the opportunity of playing her both at the four and the five. And that's where she is now. She's our first in at both the four and the five. And I think you can see what a great job she does at both of those positions. So we've had to tweak a few things in our offense when she's at the four, and that's okay. Uh, we're perfectly fine with doing that. Um, she's explosive. Uh, she's an unbelievable rebounder, driver, and we need to use her. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Always. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dick. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. That is not the Gordon Lightfoot version of Sundown. And I say that as somebody who has seen Gordon Lightfoot perform in person. I actually had front row tickets to see Gordon Lightfoot when he was at the Paramount Theater recently. Well, not recently. It's been, what, probably five years ago or so. 319-366-1600, the number to reach me here in the Circus Sports Iowa studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Going to see if we can get somebody on the program tomorrow to discuss the Kevin Warren hire. Kevin Kaduk, who covers the Bears and other sports for CHGO Sports in Chicago. He's been a contributor on the program with us before. He was trying to line one of his Bears writers up today. Didn't get an, get an opportunity to get that completely cemented before the show was on the air. So... Get some Bears reaction to the Kevin Warren news, hopefully on tomorrow's show. We'll have full reaction to Iowa and Michigan as well, depending on how things play. Well, win or lose. There is another game in the Big Ten tonight. We mentioned Minnesota, the doormat of the Big Ten, going to Columbus to take on Ohio State. That game is on FS1. They were a 15-point underdog. Now they're a 14-point underdog, so... Somebody out there with a lot of money must like the Minnesota Golden Gophers to at least 
stay within 15 points of Ohio State tonight on the road. I can't look at Minnesota and I, I you I wouldn't bet your money on Minnesota right now. They're just they're in a bad place. Speaking of the Kentucky Wildcats. You want to talk about programs that are in a bad place? Got a fan at the most recent Kentucky game ejected from Rupp Arena for refusing to get rid of a sign urging John Calipari to leave for Texas. The Texas job is open after Chris Beard was fired following the domestic violence arrest and allegations starting to, I believe, pick up a lot of steam. John Calipari, possibly the next head coach of Texas. Kentucky fans will help you pack, basically, at this point. You want to talk about a fickle fan base. Everything that John Calipari has done at Kentucky, and they're ready to push him out the door. They'll help him move at this point. I don't know. I'll tell you right now, it's January 12th. And if you're freaking out about your favorite college basketball team right now, just wait. Because there's a lot of basketball left to be played. I saw somebody earlier today discussing Indiana and how the Hoosiers aren't going to make the NCAA tournament this year. And Kentucky looks like it won't make the NCAA tournament. Have we not watched college basketball in recent years? You can get This is the time of year where you've got to worry about teams getting hot on you. Where you start to look and go, well, they started out 0-3 or 0-4 in conference play, and you start writing teams off. This is when it gets dangerous. 319-366-1600. Just look at the Hawkeyes. How many people wrote them off two weeks ago? Now, not saying that they have played and beaten the world just yet, but they've put together back-to-back nice wins, they got three home games in a row beginning tonight with the Wolverines. We're talking about Iowa in a completely different light than we were two weeks ago. Very Things change very, very quickly in the world of college basketball. Dave Sherapan is going to join me from Las Vegas coming up a little bit after 5 o'clock tonight, one of the co-hosts of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour. You can hear it every Friday through football season here on KGYM. They'll take a look at the Super Wild Card Weekend games, including what to do. Some of these games where they are down to second and third string quarterbacks. So stick around. Plenty of the Todd Rollicamp show on the way after Sports Center. brought to you by CarePro Home Health Services. That sound you hear is a college football fan eating Cheez-It. Listen closely. Mm. You can hear them enjoying Cheez-It crackers made with 100% real cheese. Keep listening. They're snacking on Cheez-It while they cheer for their favorite team. That's the sound of fans feeling the cheesiest. And that's how you win on game day. Cheez-It, official sponsor of the college football playoff. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones 
who get it done. If you're hiring for your company, this is a busy time of year. Obviously, new year means new goals and finding the right people to accomplish them. Thankfully, there's ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter uses its powerful matching technology to find the right candidates for your job. Let ZipRecruiter help you find the best people for all of your roles. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Broadcasting from the Circus Sports Iowa studio. This is KGYM AM and KCIA HD 3 and 4. Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids. KGYM Sports Radio. The gym. This is SportsCenter. I'm Christine Lisi. The Cowboys' disappointing performance in the regular season finale isn't leading to any drastic changes for the team's NFC wildcard game against the Buccaneers on Monday night. According to coach Mike McCarthy, he called the commander's loss something they'll learn from and move forward with. Part of that should involve McCarthy and offensive coordinator Kellen Moore helping quarterback Dak Prescott return to form, advises our Harry Douglas. Dak Prescott hasn't played his best football. He has turnovers after turnovers, and I think it's something he's going to be thinking about going into this playoffs. It's your job as a head coach. It's your job as a play caller to get through to Dak, to, you know, try to minimize some things so he doesn't have those those turnovers that he is having. That the, but at the end of the day, Dak Prescott has to be better in his decision-making. He has to be better in his read. It's in Harry co-host Harry Douglas. Ravens QB Lamar Jackson missed a 17th straight day of practice to a spra- due to a sprained knee. Tyler Huntley will start if Jackson's out of Sunday's AFC wildcard game against the Bengals. Chargers receiver Mike Williams questionable against Jacksonville in Saturday's AFC wildcard matchup because of a back injury. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? And one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com careers and apply online today. When you notice a wet floor, you're a little more cautious not to slip. But CarePro reminds you that for people 65 and older, falling is a risk under any conditions. Here are a few helpful tips to make the senior in your life safer. Mount grab bars on the inside and outside of the tub and shower. Use non-skid mats or strips. Turn on night lights and be sure paths are clear. CarePro can help with all the products and advice you need to make the people you care about safer in their home. Visit careprohealthservices.com. And ESPN Radio Extra Point. With Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Of all the available jobs, if the Chargers job became available, that's the one I'd See, want. See, that's a good job, but I don't know, Jay, if your Denver Broncos aren't a better job. <laughs> better job? I don't know if if Jay's Denver Broncos, Jay's Denver Broncos. might be a better job. And here's why. Because Sean Payton can coach. Hackett couldn't coach. Come on, man. Hackey yeah, but he, the Chargers got as least as good a roster and a much better quarterback. And what's the upside you have with Justin Herbert and the longevity of his career age? No, it, it, but, but I'm saying I'm not. I'm all I'm saying is we don't know if the Denver Broncos' job 
might not be better because we haven't seen Sean Payton with that roster. We but Key, see, why would you say that about that? It sounds to me like you think he might be heading there, but but no, 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 but, no, no, I didn't say that. I, Don't put words in my mouth. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm your game day face paint, and you just rubbed me right into your eye. Now your vision is super irritated. So is that driver you just hit. And if you have cut rate car insurance, these damages will rob you blind. So switch to Allstate, save $744, and get protected from mayhem like me. Average annual savings of new customers surveyed in 2021 who reported auto savings when switching to Allstate. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. With other lenders, it can feel like they're calling the wrong plays, not cross-country mortgage. They're the masterminds behind perfect play calling. Go with them and your home loan experience will end in a victory parade in your new neighborhood. You're the perfect free agent to sign with the best loan originators in the game. And cross-country mortgage is dedicated to getting it done. Reach out today at ccm.com. That's ccm.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross-country mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. and Wolverines about an hour away from tip-off at Carver-Hawkeye Arena as we transition into drive time here on the Todd Brommelkamp Show, the 5 o'clock hour, brought to you daily by Linder Tire, reminding you that winter driving season is here. It's been a few days, weeks, so since we've had snow, but new, new tires, make sure that that wiper fluid is filled up, that reservoir. They do freeze, by the way in the wintertime, especially in uh, very, very cold conditions. Linder Tire can look your car over, make sure that you are completely set for what's to come the rest of winter. You can find them in Iowa City, North Liberty, and Grinnell. LinderTire.com is where you can head to make your appointment. Todd Brawlkamp here along with Isaac, who's getting ready in a couple minutes to give our pal Dave Sherapan a call out in Las Vegas. A lot to discuss with Dave tonight. We'll take a look at the NBA slate. Not a whole lot going on tonight. Um, interesting game between the Celtics and the Nets. This will be Brooklyn's first game without Kevin Durant. And just being reported that the Celtics are going to be without Jalen Brown tonight, who's got right abductor tightness. Sounds like he could miss a week or two with that issue according to Tim Bontemps, who covers the NBA for ESPN. 319-366-1600. As we mentioned, the Hawkeyes and Wolverines tipping off at Carver-Hawkeye Arena within the hour. Jalen Llewellyn is out for the year for Michigan. Uh, So there's one less piece of firepower available to Juwan Howard tonight, who I expect to lean heavily on Hunter Dickinson and we'll see whether Fran McCaffrey and the Hawkeyes can counter with a big night from Philip Rebracha. 319-366-1600. Both of these teams good offensively. Iowa 15th in adjusted offensive efficiency in the country. That's why the total, the betting total on this game is as high as it is. 319-366-1600. Pro football report 
with a an update on a story that I think Iowa football fans should probably at least keep an eye on, and that's the fact that Bill O'Brien, who's currently offensive coordinator at Alabama with Nick Saban, sounds like he would be very interested in returning to the New England Patriots to once again work with Bill Belichick. Now, why is that of importance? Because you look at where and who Brian Ferentz has worked with in his previous forays into the National Football League, he spent a lot of time around Bill O'Brien. Got a good relationship. Bill O'Brien goes back to the Patriots. Maybe, just maybe, there's a job for somebody else along working alongside Bill O'Brien with the Patriots. 319-366-1600. Keep an eye on it if you're an Iowa football fan. Other than that, I you know, people are asking all the time, when is this going to take place? When is this going to happen? When's the, how's this thorough review of the football program going in Iowa City? I, there's no timeline on this, but you know full well that if it were up to Kirk Ferentz, he wouldn't make any changes. So I think change is going to have to come about in other avenues, a.k.a. that right job comes along for Iowa's current offensive coordinator. You want him? I still think you move relatively quickly here if you are making changes because you've got coaches who are taking new jobs and moving right now. And so the longer you wait, if you're going to make a change, the smaller your pool of possible candidates is going to be. But as far as the timeline goes for when that review of the season and what worked and what didn't, look, we've been over this. They doubled down going into last season. The comment midway through the year, maybe you forgot, did we won 10 games a year ago. Maybe you forgot that. Uh, they doubled down. It didn't necessarily pay off, but they ended the season on a relatively decent push. Will they get the bowl win? I still think people are interested in change. I don't think that quite calmed everybody down the way that the folks inside the football complex probably hoped it would have, but we'll see. Keep an eye on Bill O'Brien. If he leaves Alabama and goes back to the NFL, he could just maybe be interested in bringing somebody along with him. 319-366-1600, as Dave Sherapan will be joining me here from Las Vegas. Coming up in just a little bit, Dave is one of the co-hosts of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour, which airs every Friday here on KGYM from 6 until 7 after this program is over. We'll take a look at the Super Wild Card Weekend games that are on tap. couple games on Saturday. you got three on Sunday and then that Monday night football game between Dallas and Tampa. The, I, I want to get his thoughts on that because that is, in my opinion, it's tough from both sides if you are the sports book because you got a very public team, the Dallas Cowboys. They draw a lot of betting interest from the public. You also have Tom Brady at home getting points. So 
That game's now a two-and-a-half-point spread, by the way, at Betfred. Uh, Betfred, the sponsor of not only Dave with us on Thursdays, but Matt Peralt, who joins me on Mondays at 5 o'clock as well. And again, Matt is sort of the driver, and Dave is in the passenger seat on the Betfred Sportsbook Hour uh, from 6 until 7 here on Fridays on KGYM. 319-366-1600. Full slate of games in the NHL tonight. Talked about uh, the NBA slate as well this evening. It's only six games. We have Dallas and L.A. tonight. The Lakers had a five-game winning streak snapped Monday by the Nuggets. Uh, Lakers and Mavericks coming up for you tonight on KGYM. 319-366-1600 as we are ready. I said I got a surprise for this. We've never done this here for a guest before. We're going to give him a little bit of walkout music here. I want to see how he he reacts to this. It's Dave Sherapan joining me from Las Vegas right now. Name that song, Dave. I listened I'm earlier. I'm dancing t- right now. I listened. I'm, camp, I'm dancing outside the, the, the Greek place that I meet back. I uh, love it. All right. Well, I I know where I rank if I hear you chewing while you're on the phone with it. We've been, we no, had- no, no. I went, I went outside because I got up. I said, oh, this is my call. I had to get up, and now you start playing entrance music. I'm literally standing outside of the corner of uh, of one of the best Greek places in the city and uh, finishing a lunch, and now I'm dancing, literally dancing. You made my afternoon, sir. Thank right. you very much for the walkout music. So we have uh, somebody listening to the program right now, David Fine, who is the broadcaster for the Iowa Heartlanders. They, we have an ECHL hockey team here in the area, oh, Dave. And I love the ECHL. And this is all going to tie together, I promise you. I'm not, I'm not being too strange, but as I was listening to a BVB earlier today, Wheeling, West Virginia came up. That is the, you were at the casino there, right? In Wheeling, that's where you worked at one point in time? <laughs> the, the Wheeling Island Casino. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes. So, <laughs> Wheeling has an ECHL team, the Wheeling Nailers. Nailers, yep. And I got a text uh, last year from David Fine, the play-by-play voice of the Iowa Heartlanders, who said they have a line at the casino on tonight's game. I said, no way. Yeah. They, did they do that when you were there? Were you making lines on, on ECHL hockey games, Dave? Yes. Um, yes. That, that, that's been, <laughs> that's so funny that you asked that question because when I took the job to go to Wheeling, they said, we're going to, we're going to have a, we're going to infiltrate and offer things to the local market. And I kept saying, what does that mean? And they're like, we'll tell you when you get there. And I said, okay, that was all part of it, blah, 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 blah. And then I got there, and they said, all right, you know, there's this team. They play right down the street. Uh, and he said, you're going to make lines for them. And I said, I'm going to make lines, and, and, and we're going to take bets on this stuff? First of all, do you think people will bet on it? Yes, no. We had a difference of opinion because I didn't think the volume would be enough to put in the time to do it. And I said, and how good do you think our lines are going to be? 
there's going to be somebody who might know a little bit more. I said, but once we figure it out, we'll be okay. So, yes, I totally get doing the lines. I Listen, if I have to dive back into ECHL and do the lines for Iowa or Wheeling or whomever, I will. It, it, it's just a matter – for me, it's just – Listen, I can make lines on, you know, whatever we need to make lines on. You know, we'll start, we'll move them, and we'll do what we have to do. So, what, yes. What was the house What was the house limit if somebody wanted to come in and, and bet the ECHL game, Dave? What would I set was, off the red I flags? Was gone, I was gone before we actually did it, before the season started. I had already come back to Vegas. But I think we agreed upon – now, listen, I'm a guy who likes to take bets. Like, I, I'm not trying to put up lines and put in time to offer, you know, $100 a side and $50 a total. That was one of the people that I was having these discussions with. I'm like, wait, you want me to do all this stuff, and then you only want to take $100 on a side and $50 on a total? No. I would argue you could bet 500 on a side and, I mean – 200 on the total we could go as high as a dime on the side and a nickel on the total depending on how the volume went and you know if i had a guy coming in and it was beating me i'd have to figure out how to talk to him to maybe get him on a uh, a, a consultant basis and my lines would get better so I think a dime is fair on the side, nickel's fair on the total. We, uh, we we do not have the ability to wager on our local hockey team here, Dave. So let's get to something that people probably are a little bit more interested in. That's these super wild card weekend games. What are you doing looking at these games with some of these second and third string backup quarterbacks suddenly in playoff games? you got San Francisco's a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Buffalo's at 13 now against Miami. They're going to start start Skylar Thompson. Baltimore is down to at least a second string backup quarterback here. I I don't know if you're you're like me, but I get to this time of the year, I want really good games and I'm worried that we're going to have some duds here this weekend. <laughs> Listen, we're all still coming off of the Monday night game with TCU in Georgia and wanting to have a good game and not having it. Right? So now we get to wild card weekend and thinking the same thing. Um, those three games you mentioned, I think not only here in Vegas or in wherever you are in Iowa, I used to joke in the book, we could pre-print the parlays. They're going to have San Francisco, they're going to have Buffalo, and they're going to have Cincinnati on them. Three teamers, whatever denomination you want, I already pre-print the tickets, $10, $20, $50, $100, whatever you want. Try to make the transaction quick. They will be in every teaser. Who's taking the dogs in those games? And listen, wild card round, favorites, double digits, nine and a half or more, they're really successful in the past, I believe, eight years. I can't remember. I did a show. They told me they're hitting at about a 68% clip. So take the favorites in those situations. I think you're going to do okay. This quarterback situation, this is a reason – probably 3.2 million why i'm glad i'm not in a room actually having to take the bets it would drive me crazy these situations because i'm like who's playing when is he playing so we found all this out now we know pretty much the starters aren't playing the second stringer's not even playing in miami they're in big trouble i think you got to look to the totals in those situations and try to figure out how the game is likely to play out that buffalo miami game man 
<laughs> I watched a lot of the Miami game against the Jets. They're not going to make too many uh, successful drives. They're not going to score too many points. A Miami team total, rather than betting the game under, you can look at team totals like that, and you don't have to worry about what the other team is doing. I think there's a lot of value in that. Another one of the benefits of sports gambling being legal in all over the place. More markets like that where I think you can attack it rather than just the basic traditional markets. Mentioned that Dave is the co-host of the Bedford Sportsbook Hour along with Matt Peralt. You can hear it on Fridays from 6 until 7 here on KGYM. Betfredsports.com backslash Iowa for all the information on downloading the Betfred Sportsbook app. Is there a particular dog in this weekend's round of games that you think is live, Dave? Uh, yeah. Uh, Camp. For sure there's a dog that's live this weekend. Got to be, uh, I think the consensus dog that, uh, that a lot of people are talking about being live is the Giants um, because it's been a bet against Minnesota pretty much consistently by all the, the Robinsons and the Parallelograms. They love to bet against the Vikings. So it's the Giants. But personally for me, Todd, I think it's Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville being at home, yes, it's their first playoff game under Peterson, but I like that. I like the coaching matchup. Yes, it's Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game. Okay. But it's also a big ask, I think, of the Chargers in this spot to go there and win that game. I think Jacksonville's as live as any of the dogs this weekend. And it's interesting that I believe opened with Jacksonville as a one-point underdog. They're a two-and-a-half-point underdog right now, at least the line at Betfred is. Yep. The Monday night game, Dallas and Tampa Bay. I was talking about this before oh. I brought you on. This this has like sports book dream written all over it, right? You got a public team in Dallas, and you also have Tom Brady getting points at home. So, uh, what do you think the action looks like on this one right now? Rommel Camp, you know the business so well. Now that's going to be the biggest handle game. It's Monday night. All the tickets roll into it, so all the money line parlays, all the teasers, everything is going the Monday night. The NFL genius put it together that way. You have two teams who I still don't know who they are. Who is Tampa? They're eight and nine. Yes, it's Tom Brady, but it's 45-year-old Tom Brady. They can't move the ball. Their defense carries them. Okay, who's, who's Dallas? Dak has thrown an interception in seven straight games. You want a prop bet? Bet Dak to throw another pick. It's priced. I didn't check the bet spread number, but it's around 160 to 180, minus 180. Little steep, it's probably going to happen. He led the NFL with 15 picks. Dallas feels like the side, though. I've heard way too many people, way too many people for my taste. My initial thought was Tampa. I like Tampa in the game because I'm not a believer in Dallas. But, man, oh, man, all this steam, all this talk. It's really, really hard. I think the best bet in the game, Todd, is the under. I really, really like the total under, and they're betting it over. This would be one of those ones we'd be sitting in the book going, either we don't see what they're seeing or we're good leaving the number where we're at and going under in the, in, in the football game. So people are betting the over. You like the under Monday night. I do, but okay. I'm that guy that when everybody's zigging, I like the zagging. 
Well, there's nothing wrong with a good zag when everybody zigs. Dave Sherapan, give right. him a follow on Twitter, SportsBKConsig. Let's uh, take a look. I've got the Betfred odds here on the Super Bowl champion right now. If you, if I gave you $100 of my hard-earned money, Dave, and I said log on to the Betfred app and put it on a team to win the Super Bowl, who's your pick to win the Super Bowl this year right now? So I got to split it and pick an AFC team and an NFC team because the key to this business is always having outs. So I'm trying to pick the matchup. And there might be a Super Bowl exacta offering in some books. I've been searching around all week for it myself, waiting for somebody in Vegas to do it. I think right now, despite my Pennsylvania roots, I think I would put it on San Francisco. But Philly would get an argument. It's going to be hard to go there and win a football game. Those two for sure. I think it's chalk, and it's okay sometimes. I told you this before. I use it on my shows all the time. Huey Lewis's song, It's sometimes it's hip to be square. I don't know if it's square. I don't know if it's a rhombus or parallelogram, but the Kansas City Chiefs, until further notice, I think are going back to the Super Bowl. So Chiefs, Niners maybe in your eye if you can get that exacto somewhere? Chiefs-Niners would be awesome, but I think Chiefs-Eagles uh, would be good. But, yes, if I'm, if I'm not picking chalk-chalk, it's easy to pick both teams that win the bye, you know, to go. Cincinnati's the dark horse for me in the AFC. San Francisco's the other team in the NFC for me. Now Cincinnati at 750 right now seems enticing. But then you look at the path that Cincinnati would have to take to get to the Super Bowl now because they – didn't obviously play the Buffalo game to a conclusion, and that's thrown everything off. I think it's a lot difficult or a lot harder for Cincinnati now than it would have been a couple weeks ago, which is unfortunate for them. But Oh, for sure. 750. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's some people out there that are hearing, yeah, we'll put some money on the Bengals uh, there. Uh, let's talk a little NBA tonight. There's not a whole lot going on. I want to ask you about Boston and Brooklyn. I'll shout out our pal Chef Benny, a fellow member of the BVB Brigade. I know he's on Boston tonight. He likes the Bruins and the Celtics parlay. Uh, yep. Jalen Brown's not playing tonight for Boston. That was announced uh, a little while ago. There's no Kevin Durant for Brooklyn here. Uh, they had an 11-game losing streak last year without him. The Nets did. So are, are we still liking Boston here tonight, even though Brown's not playing? Yes but with a little trepidation that without the full squad for Boston, there's a reason and a possibility that they lose the game. But man, without KD, that is so hard for me to go. Okay. Give me Brooklyn. And I don't feel like I'm getting enough points right now. It's down to one and a half in a lot of places. Todd, it's not enough. If I'm getting three and a half, the original line makes a little more sense. Now, it's not enough to take Brooklyn. I think you take Boston. I really think you take the over, the initial, you know, all these guys that are, you know, bad guys. They love to bet the under when the stars aren't playing. So it's an immediate move down, whereas a lot of times the book keeps the windows open and takes all the bets and then grades a the game at the end after the game goes over and goes, yep, we're good. So leaning over, I like Boston. This has become sort of an unofficial end to the segment with you every Thursday, but full slate of NHL games tonight. You and Matt have been pretty good 
with how you're reading reading the hockey board right now. I know yep. Matt had a really big night last night. So anything you like tonight to recommend for the listeners to take a look at? I can't believe Toronto's as light as it is at the Red Wings. Um, and they may make you sweat. This should be a lot easier than it may end up. But I really like the Maple Leafs in that spot. The Bruins are the best team in hockey. The price is absurd. I mean, it's absurd. It's getting out of hand every single day. But I like the Bruins in regulation in that game. And then, man, late night, uh, you know the Blues game's going over. I mean, and, and you guys have been on the Blues. A lot of people like the Blues, et cetera, et cetera. Blues and Calgary's going over. But the game for me is Florida and Vegas. Florida and Vegas tonight, late, 7 o'clock Pacific. Panthers, I think they're live to win the game. But the over, Todd, that's just, just play the over. The Knights are, I think, 4-0-1 in their last five at home. The Panthers are giving up goals. There'll be a lot of goals, first period, game, all of it over. Jack Eichel back after almost a month out of the lineup for the Golden Knights, so certainly interesting to keep an eye on. By the way, Austin Matthews, I think, is a game-time decision tonight for the Maple Leafs. I th- oh. think that's probably oh. why the uh, the apparent disrespect Number's a little there. bit lower. It's a, and believe me, even the star, the hockey guys sitting, the best guys on a team still only play around 22 minutes of 60 the only real impactful player to a line in hockey, major, like is a, like a starting pitcher in baseball, is the goalie, especially when there's a big drop-off like there is in Tampa. If it's not Vasilevsky, it's Elliott. That requires a major move. Austin Matthews, probably 5 to $0.10, cents, maybe worth it to the line. All right. Uh, mine tonight. Chicago hosting Colorado. Patrick Kane out of the lineup for the Blackhawks. Puck line minus 125 for Colorado until further notice. Chicago screwed up. They won a couple games. They're losing ground in the race for the number one overall pick. Uh, I, I'm not keeping you from your baklava, am I? Did I interrupt dessert? No, we had, some, we had something called tzatziki and baklava. It is unbelievable. Yeah, the place is amazing. When you come out to Vegas, I'm bringing you here if you like Greek food. Some of the best in the country. I like food, Dave. I don't discriminate. Perfect. Any any culture, <laughs> you name it. Dave, we appreciate it. Look forward to hearing what you've got in store for us on Friday from 6 to 7. Can't wait, man. Thanks again for having me. Sorry about that motorcycle driving by. Oh, uh, that's... His music. Not that music, different music. Vegas, baby. All right. Dave Sherapan, give him a follow on Twitter at SportsBKConsig. And, yes, we have the voice of the Iowa Heartlanders listening to that segment online. I did say that I had a little bit of a surprise for him tonight. He's at a hotel in Independence, Missouri, listening to that. I, I, was listening, I knew Dave worked in a casino in West Virginia. I had no idea that he actually worked at the casino in Wheeling, West Virginia, that offers the lines on ECHL games involving the local team there, the Wheeling Nailers, which is something that David alerted to me last year on Iowa's first trip to Wheeling. He's like, you're not going to believe this. You can bet on, on tonight's game. Uh, nobody around. They, they're they not doing that around here. I can tell you that. That's a 
too much legwork to put in there. Dave, listen, Dave does all that work, and then they put those limits on, well, you're not making any money on that, right? 319-366-1600 as we get ready for tip-off. Carver Hawkeye Reigns, like 30 minutes away now between the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines. Bedford Sportsbook Hour, highly recommend it. Even, and I say this, even if you are not into the sports betting side of things, and there are a number of people who aren't, and I know that because we hear from them. They're tired. They don't want to hear about all of the betting stuff. Listen to that program, and it's just as much sports talk radio as it is anything else. The chemistry between Matt and Dave, you don't have to worry about the betting side of things to enjoy that program. The Betfred Sportsbook Hour, 6 to 7, Friday here on KGYM, following this show. And again, betfredsports.com slash Iowa for details on how to get the Betfred Sportsbook app. Matt Pearl going to be with me on Monday at 5 o'clock, and we'll be talking a lot about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers during that segment on Monday. I have a feeling, but you heard Dave. There's a reason that the NFL put that game, Dallas and Tampa, as a standalone on Monday night. And one of the big factors in that reason was people are going to bet on it. A lot of money, a lot of interest. What happens when you bet on games? Most people watch them on TV. You watch games on TV, what happens? It's reflected in the ratings. What happens when the ratings go up? Charge more for advertising. Make more money off your advertisers. The league gets more money because more eyeballs are on the product. It's all harmonious when you stop and think about it. 532-319-366-1600 again is the talk and text line. Uh, Yeah, Colorado is at Chicago tonight taking on the Blackhawks at the United Center. No Patrick Kane. And Colorado is minus one and a half on the puck line. It was minus 125 the last time that I saw. <sighs> Until further notice, I think you uh, you just got to play that. Dave likes Calgary and St. Louis over. Florida and Vegas over. Maybe put together a little, uh, little sports BK can sig parlay tonight on the NHL. The rest of the lines for the weekend NFL games, Betfred Sports. San Francisco still a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over Seattle. The total in that game, 42. Chargers now a two-and-a-half-point road favorite over Jacksonville. You heard Dave say, likes Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. He thinks they've got an opportunity to win that game at home. Buffalo, a 13-point favorite against Miami. Total in that game, 43-and-a-half. A lot of eyeballs on this one as well, Vikings fans. A lot of people thinking the Giants can definitely make a game of this as they did the last time these two teams met. Minnesota's a three-point favorite total there, 48 at U.S. Bank Stadium, the house that Kevin Warren built to tie back into how we began the program today. Baltimore at Cincinnati uh, saw this. This was under a touchdown when the line first came out, and then with the quarterback news, Baltimore, it just keeps moving and moving and moving. It is now nine and a half. Totals 40 and a half. That's a divisional rivalry game, right? I mean, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Baltimore, the old Cleveland Browns franchise rivals for a very long time. 
rivalry. I I know the quarterback situation. Lamar Jackson's probably not going to play. Tyler Huntley's a, a maybe at this point. But nine and a half, that's a lot in a game between two rivals. And you know, what do you do with Dallas and Tampa Bay on Monday? Now, it'll be interesting to see whether there's any movement on that over the course of the weekend. I did say for people who like to put parlays together and then maybe put three legs together and you've hit the first two and look to maybe hedge to lock in a profit. If you, if you do the earlier games, the NFL over the weekend and tie that Tampa Bay Dallas game, because Monday night it's a standalone game. So you hit your games on Saturday or Sunday and then you got an opportunity to maybe maybe hedge or, or again lock in some profit by taking the other side at a different sports book. It all works out. Matt talks about on uh, Bostonian versus the book talks about a lot of people give him a hard time for his approach. He does a lot of that. They say it's not gambling. If you are betting and you are making a little bit of money, you're you're not losing money. That's a good thing. Don't let anybody tell you that it isn't. 5.35. Take a quick break. Come back and see what else is going on in the world of sports tonight as we get ready for Iowa and Michigan at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Back with more of the Todd Brawlkamp Show after this. It's time for a big board update. I'm Spencer Wagan on KGYM. We start with Iowa women's basketball, where Caitlin Clark just missed a triple-double as the Hawkeyes rolled past Northwestern 93-64 at Carver-Hawkeye Arena last night. Clark tallied 20 points, dished out 14 assists, and grabbed nine rebounds in the win. Monica Sinano had 18 points, while Cedar Rapids native and freshman Hannah Stolke scored a career-high 17 points in the win. Hawkeyes stay at home. They'll host Penn State Saturday morning at 11.30. Over in Ames, four players scored 14 points as Iowa State took down Kansas State in women's hoops last night, 67-56. Emily Ryan notched her third double-double of the season with 14 points and 11 rebounds, while Iowa City native Ashley Jones added 14 points and nine rebounds. The Iowa State women head to Texas for action Sunday afternoon. And the UNI women got the go-ahead basket from Maya McDermott in the final seconds to beat Drake on the road last night 70-69. Tonight on the calendar, the Iowa men are in action as they host the Michigan Wolverines at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Game time is 6 o'clock. It can be seen on ESPN2. On our airwaves tonight, we've got NBA action as the Dallas Mavericks visit the LA Lakers. Coverage from ESPN Radio starts at 8.30. And that's a big Board update. I'm Spencer Wagon on the gym. Eastern Iowa weather on the gym. From the CBS to Iowa's News Now with the first forecast. Center and meteorologist Nick Stewart. Cloudy skies throughout the night tonight. Temperatures dropping to near 20 degrees. Northwest winds upwards of 25 miles per hour will keep those wind chills in the single digits. We are Friday, mainly cloudy early in the day, but we should break into some sunshine by late afternoon. Temperature back near 30 degrees. Friday night, mainly clear. Temperatures dropping down into the mid-teens. We are Saturday under a mainly sunny sky back in the upper 30s. Sunday, mainly cloudy, mid-40s for highs. 
Browns. And that was a check of your Iowa's news now with the first forecast. NFL wildcard weekend is here and the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code Coon. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money lines to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. If you like the 49ers over the Seahawks this weekend, you will still get $150 in free bets, win or lose. All of these offers are on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose with promo code KUHN. 21 plus and present in Iowa. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not withdrawable. Free bets expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Working out has been proven to increase your self-esteem, help with depression, anxiety, and stress. At iGym, we care about you as a person. That's why we have personal trainers you can connect with, group exercise classes so you don't feel alone, saunas to help you relax, and many more amenities. This year, I'm doing it for me. This year, I'm joining iGym for me. Start your health journey for less than $1 a day. Head over to joinigymia.com to learn more. This summer, just say, what the fun, in a rugged, fuel-efficient Honda SUV, America's most fuel-efficient full-line automaker, and have whatever fun you want. Camping, water skiing, a 12-game round-robin travel ball tournament crisscrossing the entire region. What the fun indeed. New Hondas are arriving daily, so get to your Central Midwest Honda dealer today. Honda gets the Midwest. Based on EPA estimate of model year 2020 large full-line automaker fleet-wide fuel economy. 2021 EPA Automotive Trends Report, November 2021. For people trying to recover from opioid use disorder, it's hard to know where to begin. At iowaopioidhelp.com, you'll find resources near you for proven treatment and a road back to your old self. Because opioid addiction is not a character flaw, it's an illness. If you or a loved one is struggling with opioid use disorder, Visit iowaopioidhelp.com today. Start here. Start healing. Sponsored by the Iowa Attorney General's Office and the Iowa Broadcasters Association in cooperation with this station. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. Wrapping things up here on a Thursday edition of the Todd Brownell Camp Show. Inviting you back tomorrow. We'll have a full recap, including hearing from Fran McCaffrey and the Iowa players win or lose as they take on Michigan tonight at Carver Hawkeye Arena. I don't recognize any of the three officials for tonight's game. I saw Tom Cakert of HawkeyeReport.com sharing the officiating crew. Brian Dorsey, Doug Simmons, and Keith Kimball working the game tonight at Carver Hawkeye Arena. The way things have gone, it's a very good thing that those names are not familiar, at least to me. You don't have the Courtney Greens, Paul Zelks, Larry Serrato, that crew that worked Iowa's last game where there were a little bit of fireworks. 
Mike Woodson's still trying to get over that because I I would have got over that pretty quickly, especially after getting de-pantsed by Penn State last night and got bigger things to worry about if you're Mike Woodson than Fran McCaffrey's actions towards other coaches and officials. There's one other game in the Big Ten tonight currently airing on FS1, Minnesota and Ohio State. Value City Arena in Columbus, Ohio on upset alert. It's early, but Minnesota out to an 11-6 lead on the Buckeyes. And I only mention that because earlier in the show, I said the spread on the game was 15, and it moved down to 14, which usually means somebody with a major investment on the 15 points in Minnesota had these sports books deciding, okay, maybe we need to adjust this just a little bit. Now, if you've got 15 plus 15, it's 25 to 8 right now. You're feeling okay. If you're an Ohio State better, you're telling yourself there's 14 minutes left in the first half. There's a lot of basketball left to be played. And any team can go on a prolonged run. There were a couple of them last night in that Rutgers-Northwestern game. Northwestern, I thought, looked like Rutgers was going to run them out of their own gym last night. And then Northwestern came to life, picked up the scoring pace a little bit in the second half, ultimately wound up falling just short at home to Rutgers. Went over the Big Ten stats earlier. A quiet night in college basketball. There's not really a whole lot going on in college hoops tonight. This Big Ten doubleheader of sorts. It's different networks. Uh, Iowa and Michigan is on ESPN2. You've got Ohio State and Minnesota on FS1 at the moment. Pretty much sort of the highlight of the evening. 319-366-1600. As I was uh, taking a look, my phone started buzzing during that last commercial break, and it was Matt Peralt sending me the link to the story about Elite donating the half a million dollars to the Iowa Swarm Collective. And I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. You're going to see this all across the country. It's it's good good community relations it's good from an advertising perspective it's a it's a feel good move uh, now you have probably fans of other schools that maybe will be upset about this but who's to say there's not more money coming for those schools and those collectives brent bloom is probably on the phone right now after seeing that announcement can you spare a little for the iowa state we will collective 319-366-1600. The NBA coming up tonight here on KGYM. Los Angeles Lakers at home uh, in L.A. Taking on this earlier. The Dallas Mavericks, who have lost three of their last four games. Going in to L.A. where the Lakers had a five-game win streak snapped on Monday night by the Denver Nuggets. Uh, other games around the NBA tonight. Cleveland is at Portland. Cleveland getting Donovan Mitchell back. He scored 46 in his return to Salt Lake earlier in the week against Utah. No Giannis tonight for the Bucks, who are in Miami. 
There's a hilarious video on social media of Mike Budenholzer, the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, drinking out of a bottle of water and pre- clearly not his preferred brand of bottled water because he doesn't look at it, unscrews the cap, takes a drink, and the the picture tells uh, pictures worth a thousand words, right? <laughs> Just look on look on his face there, Charlotte is in Toronto. That's the second game of a two-game series. The NBA is doing that this year a lot. Uh, Toronto won on Tuesday night when these two teams met in game one, 132 to 120. Mentioned Boston at Brooklyn. This will be the first game without Kevin Durant, and the Celtics also a little shorthanded tonight as Jalen Brown is going to miss maybe a couple weeks. Uh, according to the Celtics, with an injury. Oklahoma City and Philadelphia getting ready to tip off as well. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid 36-11 and 11 Tuesday night in a win over Detroit. That's a look at what's going on in the NBA. NHL said a full slate tonight for the most part. Carolina at Columbus. Max Pacioretty with three goals in three games for the Hurricanes, Dallas is at Madison Square Garden, where the Rangers will play host to the Stars. Nashville has won four straight there in Montreal. Really intriguing game between two of the hottest teams in the NHL tonight in Boston. The Bruins hosting the Seattle Kraken. The Bruins have 68 points through 40 games. They have been dominant, and they have not lost at home, in regulation, all season long. Keep that in mind if you're thinking about betting that game tonight. Now, Seattle's, at, at, at least at one point, they were plus 200 on the money line as an underdog. There are some people out there that think Seattle has a shot at beating Boston tonight, but they have been almost unbeatable at home this year. Toronto mentioned uh, Dave Sherapan saying he thought Toronto wasn't getting a lot of respect tonight at Detroit. Austin Matthews game time decision for the Maple Leafs. Tampa Bay hosting Vancouver. Buffalo's at home tonight against Winnipeg. The Wild are in uh, uh, at New. The Wild are taking on the Islanders this evening. Calgary and St. Louis. Uh, Blues just two points out of a playoff spot right now as they start to turn their attention to the postseason. Mentioned Colorado at the United Center to face the Blackhawks, who are without Patrick Kane tonight, and Ottawa at Arizona. Coyotes chasing the Blackhawks, hoping to get the number one pick in the draft so that they can take Connor Bedard. And Florida, Las Vegas. Uh, Dave says take the over in that game as well. Jack Eichel, as I mentioned, back after almost a month on the sidelines for the Golden Knights. 549 We'll take a just a 60-second timeout. When we come back, we'll wrap things up here for a Thursday and give you an idea of what's to come tomorrow as local programming returns at 2 o'clock with Spencer on Sports. Give me 60 seconds. We'll close things out for you so you can turn your attention to the Hawkeyes and Wolverines or whatever it is that you're going to be doing after the show tonight. Is that a horse? Actually, it's a wild stallion. Since Navy Federal Credit Union's Platinum Card made it easier to tame our holiday debt, I wanted to see if I could tame something else. Uh-huh. 
Help me saddle up. I need to pick the kids up from school. With a low intro APR on balance transfers, the Platinum Credit Card lets you take control of your debt. Learn more at NavyFederal.org slash Platinum Offer. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Twenty-one fifteen. Gophers are still firing on mostly all cylinders in Columbus against the Buckeyes. That is one upset that could be brewing tonight in the Big Ten. If you're an Iowa fan, you're hoping it's the only upset in the Big Ten tonight. That's because the Hawkeyes continue to be a five, five-and-a-half point favorite at home as tip-off draws near at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Mentioned Kevin Warren being hired away from the Big Ten as the new president and CEO of the Chicago Bears today. That was arguably one of the bigger stories in the NFL, but as it pertains just to the Bears, the NFL, though, has chosen Atlanta as the host site for a potential Bills-Chiefs AFC Championship game. Mercedes-Benz Stadium would host that game. If you recall, I referenced this with Dave earlier, because the Buffalo-Cincinnati game in Week 17 was not played to a conclusion after the tragic cardiac arrest suffered by DeMar Hamlin, the NFL had a dilemma on its hands. How do you handle this? How do you make it fair or try to make it fair for teams in the AFC as far as the playoff seedings, home field advantage are concerned, if it gets to the point? where it is the Bills and the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs did not have the same number of games played, or because the Bills did not have the same number of games played as the Chiefs, you would look at playing a neutral site game in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I don't like this, but I am intrigued if it gets to be that matchup. And let's face it, if this were easy, you'd sit here at the beginning and you'd go, look, San Francisco's going to murder Seattle and, uh, you know, Buffalo's a 13-point favorite and Cincinnati's a 9.5-point favorite and the favorites are going to win and the one-seeds are going to wind up playing the two-seeds. It doesn't always work out that way in the NFL. A wild-card team tends to jump up and bite one of the favorites uh, somewhere along the way. But and this is a pretty big butt. The Bills and the Chiefs in a dome. You're going to give me Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes playing in a dome to decide who goes to the Super Bowl? I kind of now secretly am pulling for this scenario 
to take place. Not that I don't enjoy – look, the playoffs to me are epitomized by you earn the right to have home field advantage. I think in the NFL, the playoffs, especially when you're a cold-weather team like the Bills are, that's a huge advantage. Unfortunately for them, it may or may not be out the window, but what damage could those two quarterbacks and those two offenses do in a hermetically sealed building where they did not have to worry – about playing in the elements. 319-366-1600. Indianapolis was looked at as a possible site. They have a volleyball tournament uh, that is uh, taking place there where, you know, it's easy to sit here and say, boy, the NFL, think of the impact, the money, the attention. You know how many hotel rooms (laughs) are, are probably filled because of that volleyball tournament taking place at Lucas Oil Stadium. How many of those restaurants, bars and restaurants in downtown Indianapolis? I cannot wait. I hope I hope that Iowa gets back to Indianapolis on the football field at some point in time for another trip to downtown Indianapolis. Or I've said Big Ten Media Day is not a huge fan of going to Indy for those, but downtown Indianapolis has a lot to offer. It's a fun place to hang out easily. A uh, great place to grab a bite to eat. I'm not just talking about St. Elmo's either. A St. Elmo's Steakhouse in downtown Indianapolis, famous for uh, its shrimp cocktail. 319-366-1600. So who you got tonight? Wolverines or the Hawkeyes? Should have been the poll question today at KGYMRadio.com. Yours truly forgot to put it up. So our apologies to Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Still get you your mentions there and give you a de facto poll question. Iowa, Michigan. Hawkeyes, a five-point favorite against Juwan Howard and the Wolverines at home tonight. Mentioned the last time, or last season, I should say, these two teams split with Iowa winning in Ann Arbor and Michigan winning in Iowa City. This is the only time they meet during the regular season this year. Michigan 3-1, and one, looking to improve to 4-1 and one. In the Big Ten tonight, Iowa, on the other hand, looking to see if it can go 3-0 and in this stretch of home games, which begins tonight with the Wolverines. They also have Maryland coming to town this weekend. The legendary voice of the Maryland Terrapins, Johnny Holiday, making the trip back to Iowa. I like the Hawkeyes tonight, uh, but I think Michigan keeps this close. I think Iowa wins We'll call it a four-point game. How about that? Hawkeyes win. Michigan, if you're backing Michigan, you're taking the points. I think you're probably going to win tonight. Although, uh, anything can happen. Maybe maybe Hunter Dickinson gets in foul trouble early on. Maybe a Chris Murray, instead of scoring 19 like he did last year in Ann Arbor, maybe he scores 29. Maybe he goes off tonight against the Wolverines. Uh, We'll see. As we mentioned, we'll have full reaction and a recap for you. Local programming begins tomorrow at 2 o'clock with Spencer on Sports. Uh, Spencer Wagon, responsible for getting all of that audio that you heard tonight from Fran McCaffrey, Philip Urbracha, and Lisa Bluter. Gym class coming your way from 3 until 4. They've got the Pick 6 brought to you by Emil's Hideaway. And then you'll hear from me from 4 until 6.